to the Bear Wozniak Adventure. Kickstart that engine and roll thunder with the pack. Explore the grittiness of masculine spirituality. Gain traction in the virtues. And soup up your spiritual engine by turning adversity into adventure. Now, here's Bear Wozniak. Let's ride. Aloha and welcome to the Bear Wozniak Adventure. This is the radio show where we challenge people to go deeper with God. This is the show where we really believe that uh, the most adventurous thing you can do, the wildest, most radical thing you can do in life is abandon yourself to God's will. And this is where we believe that uh, we can turn adversity into adventure. That's really what it's there for, is to help us abandon ourselves uh, totally to the Lord and enter into the adventure that he has for our lives. Uh, we want to invite you to go to our website, bearwasnick.com. By the way, we've got some, we got so many things in our web store right now that are perfect for you to send out for the holidays. Uh, but today I have as my guest someone that I, as soon as the Lord began to open the door for me in the new evangelization, especially with my focus on men, I flew to his lonely outpost in uh, near Lincoln, uh, Nebraska. Lincoln. <laughs> we have as our guest <laughs> Doug Berry. Hey, Doug, how's everything in Nebraska? <laughs> it's good, Bear. It's a little bit cooler here probably than where you are. <laughs> I know you don't follow a lot of football, but you guys just got a great coach from UCF. Yeah, well, yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, it's exciting to have him, uh, as they say, back home, back in the state, you know, where he's from. So it, it, it is exciting to have him coach Frost. It's personally brutal to us here because I'm here in Florida most of the time now. And my pastor, Father Scott Searcy, he was the chaplain there uh, until recently. And so it, it's tough to see them go uh, undefeated. And, uh, and then all of a sudden their coach departs. But it seems like it was, all, it was the right thing for him. He seems like a great guy. So what, what's the temperature there right now, by the way? Well, actually, today is not a bad day. Um, I think we're sitting at around 30, 32 degrees. It's going to warm up to around 40 today, which is really nice for December in Nebraska. It sounds kind of tropical, really. <laughs> so so Doug, yeah. is, Doug is this guy that... He's a man's man. He's, he, you know, I remember one of the first things uh, someone sent me a, one of your newsletters. I, I think it was called Battle Ready. Um, uh, what is it called? Battle Ready Strong? Is that what the website is called? I forget yeah, BattleReadyStrong.com. Yeah, and uh, I think you had some, it was this weekly newsletter. I was like, i got to talk to this guy. And I basically I flew out, saw my good, good friend uh, Sherry Brownrigg, and then drove out to your, uh, out in the middle of nowhere uh, in Nebraska, and we got to have a great conversation. You were such a great encouragement to me. You were one of my first radio interviews for my EWTN show, so we're uh, grateful to, to have you. Uh, I think this may be our fourth or fifth time we've had you on the show. But, dude, you've got a new, a new TV show, uh, Battle Ready, uh, on EWTN. What's the idea behind that? And Just give us a little intro to that before we get rolling on, the, on what we want to get to today. Yeah, you bet. Um, yeah, it's a, you know, for about eight years, I co-hosted Life on the Rock with EWTN, and then and during that time, I started to talk about this this kind of initiative or effort called Battle Ready. And from there, they um, uh, EWTN offered me a, a TV show called Battle Ready. So we've done 10 episodes. Um, right now, we're in the process of working on uh, several more. Uh, but the idea behind Battle Ready initially was to just write up emails, send them out, give talks, live presentations. And it's developed now into a TV show in addition to still doing emails and live presentations. And again, the, the concept behind Battle Ready is really three things, to be more aware of the spiritual battle that we're all in, to be better prepared for the spiritual battle, 
and to engage in that battle more, uh, with, more with more commitment, more dedication, more conviction. So aware, prepare, and engage in the spiritual fight. Uh, but it's it's the dynamics are different than just the spiritual fight because you know bears you and I know that there's a physical component to everything that we are obviously as creations of God and so the the physical aspect the mental emotional all that has to be brought into the reality of the spiritual fight so we don't just do um, just the spiritual aspect of of the battle we talk about the emotional and physical parts as well because that's a huge part of who we are. And we can't deny that. And far too many people, I think, do. You grow in holiness, and a lot of people start to discount the body and the mind. They don't think that it is nearly as important. And sometimes quotes from saints get uh, misinterpreted or used as a reason to ignore the body or ignore taking care of uh, different physical aspects that God gave us. And battle ready is about being aware, preparing, engaging in the spiritual fight, body, mind, and soul. You know what, Doug? I think we should have given a warning to people what we were going to talk about. Maybe they want to turn this one off. You know, <laughs> I remember about 15 years ago, I created the World Tour for tandem surfing, and there hadn't been a world title in several years, maybe 10 years. And I sent out this email blast: "We're having a world title, Waikiki. Get ready for it." You know, Duke Ocean Fest 2007. And my, the guys who started writing to me, they hated me. They're like, "Dude, my wife wants us to come. My partner wants us to come surf, and I'm like 30 pounds overweight. I got to lose." You got to lose weight because you got to make weight when you can surf, you know. And uh, you know, one of the things about we have this thing, Doug, called uh, the Man Cave Bears Man Cave. It's a private Facebook group for men only. You got to go to my website to sign up. But in there, we'll like post quotes from John Wayne or John Paul too. But one of the real big deals in that in that in that Man Cave Facebook group has become physical fitness. It's a nice. big deal because right. I look at the men. I go, dude, you're not going to be able to fulfill your mission. You're going to die young or you're going to become basically you're too, you're too lethargic. Your joints are getting messed up because you, you're weighing too much. You know, someone say, hey, my wife's leaving me. Well, maybe, you know, look at yourself, dude. You haven't taken care of yourself uh, to remain physically attractive to your wife. You're not, you're, 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 you're lethargic. Uh, you're going to die young. You've got physical issues. And so we've had a lot of men lose 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 pounds. And, That's uh, awesome. And getting back in shape. So, uh, you know, but the, here's the thing, Doug. This is what's not fair. I think this is going to come out right after Christmas, you know, and before <laughs> New Year's. Hey, everybody's going to have – maybe we'll be merciful make sure it's after the holidays, but this is it, you guys. It's time for the New Year's resolution not to go on a diet or not to try to get in shape, but to start a whole new way of, of – a whole new regimen in your life. So what would you say why, – why do you feel – or what does the catechism say? What, does, what, do, what do you feel about um, – uh, what, what do you say to men about staying, men and women, about uh, staying physically healthy? Well, I, mean, I, I, I remember everything you saying on this bear. This is so true about you know the mission. You know we have a responsibility and a duty. You know it, it's it's important to understand that you know First Corinthians six, you know nineteen twenty. You know the body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. You've been purchased, and at what a price! Therefore, glorify God in your body. And that that verse has been used excessively for just remaining pure and that's true we need to be pure in the flesh you know not commit um, you know sexual sins and so forth but it also means to glorify god in your body that with everything that you have physically it needs to be uh, as a good steward taking care of that gift it needs to be used in a way that elevates and and lifts up god's uh, presence in the world you know we're examples we're, we're witnesses uh you know the idea of witness doesn't mean just the way you behave whether or not you're committing moral or immoral acts, 
but it's also how you care for the gifts that God gave you. And of all the gifts that God gave us, the body is is critical. It's it's a, it's an amazing gift. So it's a moral obligation. I see it as, and I've heard very few people or, or priests in particular speak on this. And I think it's like you said, it's it's a, it's a touchy issue for a lot of people. You know, you can preach from the pulpit, I suppose, as a priest, and you can look out at the congregation, and you can talk about anything from from you know pornography addiction to to drinking, you know, alcohol addiction, things like this. And and as you're looking at people out there, you, you talk about gossip. You can talk about people who hold grudges and are hateful, and you can look at the crowd and, and you can't really tell whether or not anybody is any of those things. But if you talk about health, that's a different issue because you're looking at people and unfortunately sometimes it's a very clear, obvious you know, uh, point being made by just the way we've expressed ourselves to take care of ourselves that we're not taking care of, of that gift. So it's a tough issue, I know, for people to talk about. Not but for you, Doug. More- Doug, not for you. <laughs> I think you look for trigger points, dude. You're, you're <laughs> I saw that great. I, I saw that great uh, gif that you, uh, uh, or whatever it was that you posted the other day with the warrior. You look like a Viking or a crusader, and like I'm sorry if the words I said offended you. Or, or what was yeah. what was the exact words that 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 uh, that, that had? Yeah, it, it's it's. Uh, I'm sorry if if my words hurt you. you know, I'm sorry if I've offended you. How does it feel to have uh, to be so weak that mere words uh, can hurt so badly, or something like that? Yeah, you know, and so I know you're probably looking. I know you, man. You're looking for trigger points. Don't even give me. Well, yeah. well, it's but it's in charity, and I do mean that. Yeah. I do mean that yeah. there in charity. I, yeah. I, I really, my, my goal and my hope is that people will will be able to to grow and improve themselves. I mean, look at it this way. You know, there there are countless examples medically where if a person's health improves, their emotional mental well, state improve their yeah, feelings I mean, yeah. their interaction with one another improves yeah i mean like the endorphins you know people are like i'm depressed and who was it that thomas aquinas had uh said have a pint of wine and get some good get some good sleep and you'll feel less depressed in the morning but my but my 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 solution is get out and do it you know i have on my wrist right now uh, my fitbit that tells me make sure i do twelve thousand steps every day that's my minimum that's besides my workout but i know if i get my hour-long workout and i get my my say my surf or whatever i know you do weights and punching bags and kettlebells and everything else if you get that workout in you get the endorphins that come with them plus you sleep better you know everything about your life gets better when you take care of that we're talking with doug berry um he is the he's known for um being trigger point happy (laughs) (laughs) and we're gonna we're definitely gonna pull some triggers uh today this is bear wozniak with the bear wozniak adventure um we want to encourage you. Go to our website, uh, bearwoznik.com. We've got all kinds of um, gifts there you can send out for the holidays. But also, you know, Doug Barry at BattleReadyStrong.com. His son does a lot of cool graphics. with their. They have a lot of great T-shirts and other things there and uh, his gear. So uh, great things to send out, too. We'll be right back with more of the Bear Wozniak adventure.
This is a warning. The Bear Wozniak adventure is dangerous. The radical change Bear challenges you to is not for wimps. Change this station to a soft rock station before it's too late. You've been warned. Now, here is Bear Wozniak. Aloha, welcome back to the Bear Wasnick Adventure. Today we're coming to you from Cocoa Beach, Florida. It's brutally cold here. It's about 70 degrees. It's just brutal, uh, but I'm trying to deal with it. Uh, we, uh, we're, we have as our guest today, Doug Berry. Hey, Doug, I got some. Doug Berry, of course, you know, everyone knows him. Battle Ready Strong, EWTN. He's everywhere on EWTN. Uh, his new show's Battle, Battle Ready. Uh, but hey, Doug, um, one of the things that's cool about you is you actually, is your son still doing do, working with you on your on your ministry, or, I mean, last time I saw him was years ago. But I mean, you've had the privilege of ha- working with with in your ministry, and part and members of your family have helped you with that. Isn't that? Uh, yeah, right now, um, yeah, Jordan does actually. He he produces the show for me, so he does. Uh, I mean, his his profession, uh, JB Guardian Graphics is his company, and he does all the all my video work for the most part. Um, I'd say probably ninety percent of my video work. He does everything for the Battle Ready TV show. Uh, so yeah, he's very, very active. So he's doing that. Uh, he does the camera work. He does the yep. video editing afterwards. Oh yeah. Well, he let me does let, camera let, work. He <laughs> does editing. He does it all. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me let you My son, Shane is working with me right now too. He's actually behind the screens. Shane Wozniak, uh, is behind the screens making sure I don't do something wrong. He's over at his house down in Melbourne, Florida, our studios down there. Uh, so he can, he remotes in and does this, but he's the same man. He and my, my son, Joshua, you know, when you do that real, reality type show, you've got like six or seven cameras running all the time, just the GoPros. And then, of course, two or three other cameras and the sound engineer. So the data management is a huge thing. So Joshua, my, my youngest son, he's in his late 20s now, he does all the technical directing and handles all that. Plus, he does some sound engineering and some rough editing with me as we go through dialogue. And then Shane is the man. He, 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 he directs the shoot. He has a camera in his hand, too, at times. And he ed- edits it. So... I mean that's pretty cool, isn't it? That we, you and I, both have the privilege of working with our sons uh, in our biz- in, in our ministry. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's great. I'm very, very blessed with that. You know, Jordan, I've been working together since he was born. Yeah, and you know, someone came up. To, <laughs> someone came up to Shane the other day, and uh, when we were on our first shoot, and he goes, "Dude, aren't you lucky to get to work with your dad?" I mean, he got you know, like kind of like your dad got you this gig, and I overheard it, and I went up to that guy and I go, "Dude, you got it totally wrong. That my son's giftedness, his ability." Uh, is why I'm here. He's not here because I'm here. I'm here because of his giftedness and his ability. I remember when he was young, he came up to me and he goes, Dad, can I, can I borrow your uh, VCR, my brand-new little VCR camera, because my oldest son, Jeremiah, destroyed it doing skateboard videos, so I got a new one. He goes, Dad, can I borrow your camera? And I go, no, you're the most destructive human being I've ever known in my life. There's no <laughs> way, as a seventh grader, you're going to borrow my camera. And it was like the Lord put his heavy hand on my shoulder and spun me around, and he said, you give it to him. And I gave it to him, and that, and he destroyed. He probably cost me at that time a hundred dollars a week in damages because he's just this big muscular brute, you know. But then he cradled that in his arm like it was a, you know, premature little infant or something, you know. And that became his whole life. And it is because of Shane. He said, "Dad, let's go do videos. Let's go do this. Let's do a let's do a podcast. Why don't you do a radio show? Why don't we do what we're doing right now, recording this, just showing it live? That's my son, Shane." And if people who know about what we do in TV, it's not the guy whose face is in front of the camera is about 3% of the effort. It's the people <laughs> behind the camera that should get all the, 
credit and do all the work, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he, I've said. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, you know, I, I feel the same way. I've, I've said to my son, I mean, he does more behind the scenes than people realize, you know, and, uh, uh, but it is an honor. It's, 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 a, it's a blessing, and I thank God. You know, I've got several other of my children who are, you know, I've got uh, five kids, seven counting two miscarriages, but five living in my, my uh, other three sons are all involved in one way or another with the ministry. And my, my daughter was for quite a while and she got married, uh, but she's just recently started to help out again from a uh, long distance. So it's, it's a, it's a real blessing to work with my, with the family on all this. It's a, it means a lot. And when I went into your home, I, your family loved you, man. It was obvious, you know, when I was in Nebraska. Yeah, I, I can't, I, I don't know what to say about that. I'm just, I'm Do you, does, you, does your son ever push you physically? Like I get a text from my son said, I just did my workout. Call me yesterday. I did like I just did ninety minutes. I was sweating so hard I almost threw up. How how did your workout go, Dad? You know, does your <laughs> does your son push you too? The one who works with uh, you. He, he does. He doesn't do it that way necessarily. He he's uh I mean he's he's in great shape. Um, he's very uh I would say tactically minded when it comes to training. So it's it's mm. it's self defense. It's weapons. Uh, so he'll hey Dad look what I got. I got a new weapon lighter. Hey dad, I got, I'm getting this new scope or I just yeah, bought a yeah. new rifle. Then I turn to my wife and I said, well, I, I guess I have to go get one now because I got to keep up with my son on yeah. this stuff. You know, and that was, in those ways. that was the history with my sons. I got to actually test them for both of their ninja black belts. Oh, my my nice. two young, my two youngest and my other two kids, I made sure they went halfway to black belt. Uh, my daughter and my other son. Hey, but so let's get back to this thing about being battle ready. If someone yeah. is not, okay, let's talk about, uh, let's talk first about nutrition. Okay. What about what should a, what should a healthy uh, uh, athlete for Christ, and that's what they used to refer to the monks of the desert as, right? They called them athletes. Um, they gave them that. They uh, they referred to historically with that title. How sure. does a, how does an athlete for Christ, which is every single human being who has been baptized, you know, into the body of Christ, how, what should their eating regimen look like? What what thoughts do you have about that? Well, the very first thing that comes to mind is to avoid the things that are destructive, you know, and, and that doesn't mean you can't have a piece of cake or a bowl of ice cream. That's not what I'm talking about. I think the very first thing is to obviously, just like we need to keep, uh, you know, when you're dealing with the spiritual life, you want to keep the, the serious sin out of your life. Immediately you go after all the mortal sins, the ones that can that really do the serious damage and you just get rid of them right away. So if somebody's doing illegal drugs, if somebody's misusing legal drugs, if somebody's smoking, uh, I think smoking in general is a tough one to argue that it has any any merit, but a cigar a week or something, maybe not so bad. But I'm talking about the guys that are, you know, the men, women that are shoving down, you know, a pack of cigarettes, half a pack, smoking throughout the day. That kind of stuff is just going to destroy you. It's going to turn your lungs black. It's going to it's going to ruin so much in your brain. All these medical evidence is there. Uh, excessive drinking, same thing. Excessive eating, uh, eating too much of the stuff that is destructive. It has no nutrition, junk food, fast food. Again, uh, once in a while, you know, you, you want to have that piece of cake at a, at a celebration. That's fine. But the people who, anytime we make our diet and our life, our, our livelihood, our, our lifestyle based on, uh, you know, this type of behavior, eating and drinking and smoking destructively, that's the first thing that's got to go. Second to that is you just got, you got to start bringing in the foods that have the balanced nutrition. And, you know, if you're going to go to McDonald's, say, get the salad over the hamburger. Well, I hate to tell you this, but that salad's got probably less than, than zero nutrition in it as well. It, it's tough to make that argument, you know, and I, and I know people who've done this over the years. I've been in the, worked in the health industry myself years ago. You know, I've eaten the McDonald's hamburgers myself and so to speak, but you know what, that stuff has zero nutrition. If you want to really step it up a little bit, 
which we should be doing. We've got to be looking at the foods that we're taking in that have a good variety of, of nutritional you know, uh, uh, <clears throat> aspects to them. So you get rid of the junk first. You get rid of the real serious stuff that's going to do damage. And then you start moving more towards the just general nutrition. From there, I say you step it up and you start bringing in the even better stuff. If you can do some organic stuff, that's great. If you can, if you can get off of processed sugar entirely, you are going to do yourself a world of good. Processed sugar is like poison. Now, a little bit here and there, not so bad maybe, but you know what? There are a lot of problems out there that people suffer due to processed sugar alone. Nitrates and nitrites are also a problem. Uh, artificial colors, you know, whenever we're eating something that says in the ingredients section, red number 40, there's a problem. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. We're oh, yeah, that's one of my favorite things, man, red number 40. I always ask to sprinkle that on my <laughs> steak. <laughs> yes, exactly, yeah. I just inject it, you know. But, you know, when we're eating, we're eating foods that have numbers and, and colors as, 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 as part of the ingredients, that's an issue. Or words you so, can't read, you know, that sound like they're... You know. Oh, that, yeah, that's another thing is if you can't... There's an old saying, if you can't pronounce it, you know, don't eat it. Or is Jack, <laughs> Jack Lane, the, the great fitness, you know, master of the, of the, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, who at 70 years old, the man swam a mile dragging 70 rowboats with people in them while his legs and his wrists were chained together. And this, you, the video is out there on YouTube. People got to search it, find it. This man was incredible. He died, I think, 97 years old. This man was amazing. And he would say this, if man makes it, don't eat it. So, uh, know, yeah. The, yeah. yeah, I mean, the nutritional aspect of our health is everything. So, you, you know, you got to cut out the junk that's killing you. And you, and that's, that's the first step. Then you got to cut back on the stuff that just isn't great. You know, again, processed sugar, artificial colors, nitrates, nitrites, you know, preservatives, artificial preservatives, things of that nature. Try to go a little more organic because, yes, I'm sorry, people, there's a lot of jokes out there by comedians on organic food, but it has less pesticides, if any, and that's better for your body. The less toxic stuff you can put in your body, the better, not just for, their, for their, you know, the way you feel, the way you look, but your brain is being fed by this. We've got an increase of dementia and Alzheimer's. We've got an increase of ADD. We've got an increase of depression. We've got more people, more kids on Prozac and all kinds of other medications. We've got increase in, in uh, obesity among teenagers. We've got increase of type 2 diabetes, which is definitely fixable through diet, nutrition, uh, and, and exercise. All these things are showing us that our diet direction has been killing us. So first and foremost, you got to work on that diet. Okay. Yeah. Well, Doug, we got to take a break right now. During this break, this doesn't mean go to the refrigerator, you guys, and load up on bad carbs, you know. So, <laughs> so this is the Bear Wozniak adventure. I think you guys recognize we're talking to Doug Berry. Uh, the host of his, his newest show on EWTN is Battle Ready. His website is battlereadystrong.com. Um, we're going to come back and let him pull a few more trigger points for us. This is the Bear Wozniak adventure. Oh, go to our website, uh, bearwozniak.com, too. Both of my books are there. And the DVD set of our reality TV show, Long Ride Home, is there, too. We'll be right back.
Go to BearWozniak.com and get your free stuff. Bear will send you the audio of his fiery call to the wall talk, challenging men to step into the breach and rebuild the walls of the home, the church, and our society. You get a free ebook of it too. Go to BearWozniak.com and click on Get My Free Stuff. Virtue with Bear Wozniak. Aloha, this is Bear Wozniak from DeepAdventure.com with Deep Virtue number 83. There's a scripture verse that says that the Lord prepares a table for us in the midst of our enemies. The Lord invites us to come and sup with Him. Uh, the Lord invites us, He says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and lets me in, I'll come in to Him and sup with Him and He with me. There's going to be a wedding feast in heaven. And we enjoy the presence of Jesus in the Eucharist at, at the, uh, at the, when we celebrate the Last Supper at Mass. But whenever you're going to be doing some eating and feasting, there's going to be some dishes to be done. And I remember as a youth, in like junior high and high school, me and my three sisters, our job after every dinner was to do the dishes. We had washed the dishes, dry the dishes, put the dishes away. And then we did one more thing. We had set the table for the next morning's breakfast. With four children in the family, it was kind of like a small army. This is what the Catholic Church teaches us to do in our prayer life. At night, we do the dishes. At night, when we pray, pray the night prayer, the liturgy, the hours, we do an examination of conscience. We look at our life that day and how we may not have greeted Jesus properly uh, in the way that we treated other people, or maybe in our thought life or in other areas where we fell. And we seek God's forgiveness, His mercy, and His help. And, res- and we resolve uh, to start a new day. You know, we do the dishes we ask God for forgiveness, and he cleanses us and keeps us clean. And then in the morning, the Bible says his mercies are new every morning. And so our nighttime prayer really is doing the dishes and setting the table for the next morning so that our last thought of the day is of Jesus and our first thought of the day of Jesus so we can rise in the morning and set our day um, with a good breakfast of his word. This is Bear Wozniak from DeepAdventure.com with Deep Virtue number 83. Deep Virtue with Bear Wozniak. Find out more at deepadventure.com. This is a warning. The Bear Wozniak adventure is dangerous. The radical change Bear challenges you to is not for wimps. Change this station to a soft rock station before it's too late. You've been warned. Now, here is Bear Wozniak. Aloha and welcome back to the Bear Wozniak Adventure. I'm your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak. I'm talking with a friend of mine, Doug Berry. Uh, we're talking about physical health. I remember uh, I took uh, the Nigerian nightmare out uh, surfing one morning. Uh, maybe this is 10 years ago. He was already in the Hall of Fame. You know, he, he was the, the big-time fullback uh, for, I think, the Kansas City Chiefs. Christian Okoya. Guy was so ripped, and Shane was there filming him. When he started to paddle out, he couldn't even lift his muscles. They were so big. And I asked him, so how do you stay in such good shape? And he says, I just tell people I have an appointment. I keep an appointment every morning at 6 o'clock at the gym. And if people want to meet with me or have breakfast with me, I just tell them I have an appointment. And I think that's a great example of what it means to be disciplined, which is the kind of the root word of disciple, which means we need to be disciplined in our prayer life, but also in our eating regimen. And I'm going to let you know, uh, I, you know, I'm world champion tandem surfer I, I still surf almost every day i still compete uh, we won our last our last competition i hate to admit it but i'm 64 and i'm just going to tell like if i can do this 
then there's no excuse. And what we what we do, and people have a lot of men every year, dozens of men every year that I work with, just kind of because I, it's not like I, I mean to, but it just seems to happen because I know I'm I'm an athlete. Um, and if you go and we have our Bears man cave now, there's a lot of men there that I've I've worked with. This is what we tell men if they want to get in shape. The first thing is you have to take control for the rest of your life of your eating regimen. And the number one thing athletes today do, whether you're an MMA fighter or a football athlete or whatever, is we know that you have to get rid of the bad carbs. And what do we mean by bad carbs is non-fiber carbs. You have to get rid of the sugar carbs. And you do that basically in two ways. I, my eating regimen, I try to stay under 30 of those type of carbs a day. And if, I, and if you do this, if you're in a process of wanting to lose weight and you do that, what happens is you're no longer hungry. What happens when you, uh, people will come to me and say, dude, I'm hungry all the time. And it's because you're eating too much sugar, sugar carbs. And they come in the, it may come in your orange juice, it may come in the orange you're eating, it may come in the processed food you're eating, but if you're eating sugar carbs, you're going to be hungry all the time. You're going to ask your doctor, why is there something wrong with me? And it's just because of what you're eating. So we challenge people, don't, don't start counting cal- calories, but count the amount of uh, non-fiber carbs that you're eating. If you keep those be- below 20, you will lose weight. If you keep them below 30 or so, you'll, you'll feel healthy. But if you keep them below 20 or 30, you're not going to feel hungry. So I don't tell people, don't count calories. The minute you get rid of the, 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 the sugar carbs, which is where all the corn surfaces and all that processed food and a lot of other things, breads, pastas, etc. The minute you live, limit your sugar carbs, in about three days' time, you're going to find out you're not hungry anymore. And then you don't. Then you can eat. I always say, eat all you want, just watch your sugar carbs. And then what happens is you forget to eat because you're not hungry. And it's like, um, as someone said once, it's like your hunger from sugar carbs is just right there, burning like a furnace. But real hunger comes from a whole nother place in your body, and you know you need to fuel up, and you know, and you know, and you know to. Uh, Take care of yourself, your, you know, your physical health. But the first thing I would say is, is, is cut down on your sugar carbs. And what that means, Doug, is you know what? Stay away. F- when you go to the store, stay away from the middle aisles. Everything in there has sugar carbs. You, you talked about eating organic <laughs> food, grass-fed beef, you know, the vegetables that are good produce. You know, stay away from the middle aisle. Don't be a coward. Don't be a chicken. Don't give me excuses. You're going to die young. You know you are. You look in the mirror. Your cheeks are all chubby. You're you got flab, or flab around. Your joints hurt. They're inflamed because of all the sugar carbs, too. Just read a good book on, on the low-carb regimen. The Atkins, of course, is the classic of it. But every athlete I know eats a, a high-protein, low-sugar carb regimen until it's game day, and then they may carb up, depending on if they're in a distance athlete or not. But you can get – you can, and so many men that I've worked with in the last few years have just lost you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 pounds – um, and I see them on Facebook, they're keeping themselves healthy, um, just by getting rid of those bad sugar carbs, those evil, evil sugar carbs. Really, you know, things like uh, orange, apple, that's kind of like God's candy. It's good, but don't eat it too much. Uh, so I'm getting off my soapbox for a minute. Anything else you want to add on the eating <laughs> regimen, Doug, before we get going on the exercise regimen? Well, yeah, just echo what you said. You know, it, 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 it is in, it's important to really think about that what we're putting in our bodies is feeding more than just muscle tissue and, and organs. It's feeding the brain. And we have to remember that when we feed the brain the right thing, that affects many other aspects of our body. Feelings, emotions, things like this are all part of the physical makeup of who we are, and our nutrition affects all of that. 
So being overweight, carrying extra weight, like you were saying, it's hard on the joints. You know, the joints get inflamed. A lot of that's due to the sugars and things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, so we, and, and this is one of the toughest things. And so when I talk about battle ready, the idea of the battle is not just the spiritual battle. It's also the battle of the will and the will to actually take the steps necessary to take care of the temple of the Holy Spirit. Uh, you know, you don't got to be an Olympic athlete. You don't got to, you know, hit the gym, you know, three hours a day, four days, five days a week. But you do need to do something. You need to be active. You need to be getting that cardiovascular uh, effort in there. And you need to be you need to be pushing the muscles a little bit here and there. Otherwise, you're not going to be strong enough. And if you're not strong enough to to get through the day, then we don't fulfill our, our vocation to the best of our ability. So even the catechism teaches this. And it's paragraph 2288. You know, it's easily overlooked because a lot of people will look at the aspect of, well, the catechism says, don't fall into the cult of the body. Exactly. Don't fall into the cult of the body. But the catechism also says that life and health are precious gifts from God, and they need to be reasonably cared for, at least reasonably cared for, because we have a job to do. And nutrition has everything to do with that. But there's other reasons why we need to be in shape. And it's not just we can feel good and, and you know, be a good example and a good witness to the people around us. But, you know, the job that we have to do, Bears, you know, can 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 entail an enormous pressure and weight on our lives in some people more than others but you know there's a lot of mental pressure for example put on someone who's got to sit behind a desk in a cubicle you know you know there are three types of labor that saints will say one is physical labor which is actually the easiest labor second is mental labor you know where you're you're engineers you're you're you got that mind of, a, of an accountant of a mathematician you know or, or a writer somebody who's really got a really struggle in the mind to figure things out and work things through. And then you've got spiritual labor, which also requires an enormous strength of the will. But in all these areas, nutrition and exercise affects them. So we have to think about that, that there's a labor that we're all called to. And there's three different layer, layers of that or levels of that, if you will. But all of them are affected by how we care for the physical aspect of who we are. Let's talk about this now. Let's go to the next, the next area is basically there's the, to me there's the area of eating healthy fuel yourself properly uh there's exercise there's flexibility and there's getting a good sleep uh but exercise uh there's two types of exercise there's resistance training uh you know which is where you you know you you rip muscle and 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 make it stronger and then there's just walking and i, I was i was in hawaii a couple weeks ago and i saw this guy just walking down Kalakaua Avenue right on the beach there. His name is Mark. And just his silver hair flowing, and he's just flying. I remember in 2007, he came up to me and said, what's the key to staying in shape? And I said, well, let, you know, I told him, you know, low carbs, uh, you know, exercise, cardio, resistance training, flexibility. He goes, look, I can't even reach and bend my knee. And he wasn't overweight necessarily. He just had it neglected. He was a con contractor, super successful in business. I go, dude, you're going to die young. Plain, plain and simple, and he said from that day on, his life changed. This is 10 years later. I look across the street at Kalakawa, and he's walking you know, really at a blistering pace. For one reason, in Hawaii, if you don't walk fast, you're gonna, everyone's going to stop and want to talk to you because of the aloha factor. And, he, and I know that he walks about 12 miles every day, every single day. And he was blistering down that pace. 10 years later, he's taking, he, you know, he, he, uh, he trains with his flexibility, and he's in decent cardio shape. He probably uh, does a little bit of weightlifting but one of the things is is i challenge people i have a, i've had a garmin watch on my wrist for probably 15 years i know when i go surfing I, I surf at least for three miles you know i may i may be in the same spot but i know how far i've paddled out and, and surfed paddled out and surfed on the beach i have my my garmin or i have my fitbit i challenge people you you should be have, you should have a fitbit on your wrist 
or a Garmin watch on your wrist, and you should, you should be taking 10,000 to 12,000 steps a day. And if you're not, your body's going to start to, you know, close it on itself. You don't even have to measure yourself, do you? Because you, you push it so hard, don't you, Doug? Oh, yeah. I, that's, I mean, I, I love the Fitbit idea. I think it's a great tool that people can use. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'll be 53 next month, and, you know, I still work out. I work out with my boys a lot. We've got a weight room we've built up over many years. Um, you know, we've got a little obstacle course in the backyard. We've got a couple of punching bags hanging down. We we do everything. We do quite a variety from self-defense type training to uh, Tabata type workouts to four-minute high-intensity drills to weightlifting. I'll do heavyweights. I'll do lightweights. Um, but I don't, I don't pay much attention to those things only because I've got such a habit over You're the already, years. You're already, yeah, it's established. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I'm, I'm working out minimum four days a week in one way, shape, or form. You know, even if it's a 10-minute workout, you can get it done. But, you know, Bear, I'll tell you, one of the things, we got to hit a break here soon, I believe, but when yeah. we come back from the break, I really want to hit one really important reason why, especially uh, us men in particular, but why we all need to be in much better shape. Okay, all right. Um, this is the Bear Wozniak Adventure. We're talking with Doug Barry. I don't even think I need to tell you who we're talking to. Everybody recognizes his voice. He's, uh, he's been on EW10 television for years and now has his own. His, his own he was on uh, Life on the Rock, and now he has his own show, Battle Ready, uh, which he does with his son. And, um, and uh, you can go to his web- website, battlereadystrong.com. There's all kinds of great stuff there that you can get. Uh, and you can also go to our website, the Bear Wozniak. Uh, excuse me, the, the site is bearwozniak.com. My books are there. The 10-episode DVD set is there for a long ride home, T-shirts, tank tops, uh, and all kinds of other things for men and for women. So we invite you to go there because, you know, when you go to my website and you go to Doug's website, you're going to receive great things, but also it really helps our ministries. And believe me, you guys, if you're involved in the new evangelization, kind of like really living a Franciscan-type life, say, please help us, help us, help us, begging for help so we can spread the gospel. This is Bear Wozniak. We'll be right back with more of the Bear Wozniak Adventure.
Saddle up. It's time for Long Ride Home cast member Daniel the Boom Markham to ride herd on us and challenge us to man up. That's for the birds. Birds are fascinating creatures. In fact, after horse and dog, birds are my favorite critters. I especially delight in birds during my early morning prayer walks when they awaken the dawn and song. Now the term, that's for the birds, is, well, a surprising idiom to put it mildly, especially when you find out its original meaning. It comes from birds picking seed out of horse, well, you know what I mean, horse manure. Yep, there's some raw reality there for you. There's plenty of things that life throws at you that are for the birds, like your spouse cheating on you, or your kids rebelling, or your best friend betraying you, or losing your job. Well, you get my drift. Sometimes them chocolates and life's like a box of chocolates are just like horse droppings. But let's look at it another way. Yep, there's another way to look at it in spite of its lack of appeal. Kind of like making lemon juice from them lemons deal. Seeds can produce quite a lot of good, even if they come wrapped in horses dung. Fact is, the Apostle Paul wrote that his life before coming to Christ was dung. And that's an exact quote from the letter to the Philippians. Interesting to me when I read the Gospels how Jesus most of the time picked out folks to walk with him who were what others would consider low life, such as prostitutes, smelly old fishermen, lepers, and beggars, and the despised tax collectors. He picked seeds right out of the manure of life and then planted them and made them not only useful, but a blessing. So if you're thinking lowly about yourself, remember that in Christ's view, you're a seed full of potential. This is Daniel the Boone Markham at DanielTheBooneMarkham.com on a journey a few miles this side of heaven. Aloha and welcome back to the Bear Wozniak Adventure. I have as my guest today Doug Berry, who when, uh, just as we left away, he said, I'm going to tell you something really important. Uh, maybe it's some sort of secret. Uh, maybe we need to get our decoder rings out. Doug, what was it you were about to lay on us? Were you going to do another trigger point or were you going to be nice this time? No, th this is going to be more trigger point. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, Let's get to it. <laughs> All right, here's the deal. Um, we, we know we live in a world that's got good and bad. We, we live in a world where there's evil. There's a lot of presence out there of evil. We see it all around us. we got terrorist attacks going on. we got the average, in America, the average uh, home uh, is broken into every 13 seconds. Uh, a woman is assaulted in America every approximately two minutes. Okay, this is the ongoing problem that we face. Those are just some FBI stats right there. Um, we need to be ready to deal with that kind of stuff. People are mugged in parking lots. Uh, you know, we see this sort of thing when women are assaulted in grocery store parking lots, office parking lots. And this, these are, this, this come from the bad guys. The bad guys themselves will say this is where we go after women. Grocery store parking lots, office parking lots, women's restrooms. And a lot of people, we're living in a society now, Barry, you and I know that a lot of people are just kind of turning a blind eye to a lot of this stuff. They turn away from it. They don't pay attention to it. They don't think that they have anything to do with it. Most people will pull out their phone first to record these things before they'll engage in trying to protect and defend someone. I think it's a shame for us men in particular that we are not in some kind of shape in some way some way, to be able to defend and protect and have some basic fighting skill. Amen. Now, that doesn't, that doesn't mean you got to go be a, you know, a Thai boxer, a kickboxer, or a jiu-jitsu expert, or Krav Maga expert. But face it, Bear, you and I know that if you're walking down the sidewalk and someone screams for help and we as men can't run over and engage, yes, we may get, uh, it, it, we may get hurt. Okay, someone's got a, 
a gun or a knife, you might get shot, you might get cut. But if you have some idea what to do, you got a good chance of maybe saving someone's life. I mean, we've seen, we're seeing church attacks take place. You know, as a man, I always sit on the end of the pew every time I go to mass because I want to be out of that pew in an instant if someone walks in with a gun or a knife or starts flipping out. I want to engage the threat. I want to subdue the threat. I'm not looking to kill. I'm not a warmonger. I'm not a violent man, but I want to use whatever I can to stop something that could be hurting other people. So if, if, if we're not in shape, if we're not even reasonably in shape, we're not going to be able to do that. So to me, it's more than just being in shape. I mean, the health part is important because it's the temple of the Holy Spirit. We need to take care of it. But my goodness, what are we waiting for when it comes to seeing all the violence in the world that we know exists and can explode at any moment? And we're not preparing in some way to at least engage and know how to do the basics. You know, it, it, there's, a, there's a guy out there who, who does a lot of self-defense training. You know, he's a little rough on the edges sometimes, a little rough language, but his name is Tony Blower. He does some basic self-defense. He trains law enforcement and such. You know, here's a guy who says, look, you don't need to be medically trained to perform CPR and save someone's life. You just need to know CPR. You don't got to go to eight years of medical school in order to do, a, you know, a, a heart surgery on someone if someone's having a heart attack and you can provide CPR and maybe save their life or the Heimlich maneuver, for example. Again, if you have an idea on how to defend someone, how to, uh, how to, uh, how to address an aggressor, how to subdue the weapon, and these are basic things. You can pick some of this stuff up on YouTube. We have a, a DVD we put out called Battle Ready 101, which is basic instruction on this. I mean, you're, oh, is you're it really, Doug? That I mean, is you know so cool. Oh, is that is so cool, man. I got to get that. On, I got to link to that on my site. That is so awesome. Yeah, it's it's and it, it, what it is is it's really basic stuff, you know. Because really, face it, bear. Most people are not going to be able to take the time or have the money to go to a to go to a dojo, to go to a gym, oh, to work out basic self-defense. But you can pick this stuff up and have some basic idea what to do. So if someone breaks into your house, you have an idea what to do to, to protect your loved ones. And you so don't want, that's another shape. You don't want to be a victim. You be, and you don't want to look like a victim to an aggressor. Exactly. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, yeah, you know, think about it. You know, if, you, if bad guy approaches a house and a motion light goes off and a dog starts to bark, and there's a sign in the window that says, this house protected by Smith and Wesson. Okay, no conflict is probably going to happen. The bad guy is going to walk away. Okay, those are signs that say we're taking steps to ensure that the people in this home are kept safe. Well, that's to me kind of the idea of a man walking down the street with his shoulders back. He's holding his head up. He's not cocky or arrogant. It's not swagger. It's not pride. It's I'm I'm presenting myself as as a, as a as a first line of defense to my love for my for the sake of my loved ones and and that's the sort of thing. An old friend of mine, he's 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 been you know Navy thirty years, EOD. He's a you know black belt. He's one of just all over the world. And he says you know you got to live and walk like you got purpose. You know, and as Christians, we're supposed to have purpose, and that purpose Amen. is not just to bring the Word of God. The purpose is to protect and defend and shelter. It's not just to bring food and medicine. That's critical, but it's also to bring a sense of protection and defense to the innocent and to the weak, and that's a job especially that falls on the shoulders of us as men. Therefore, we need to be in shape to be able to do that. And, and like we can you, train. I mean, you have, ahead, and how old are you? What do you say? You're 63, Bear, is that right? 64, but you don't have to keep repeating it. Dude. Oh no! No, we need to. And the reason, the reason, my friend, is because at 64, you're in great shape. Okay, people just they discount it. We reach you know 30s. You got guys in their 30s who were talking about their glory days. Yeah, you know? I hear that. Oh, back, like, I was, what are you talking about? When I was about? in high school, you know, I was in great shape. Now I'm 
sitting around, I can snarf down a pizza and a half a, you know, a half a case of beer. That's ridiculous. I mean, to me, that is, that's a horrible example. So in my opinion, you know, look, and it's not even just so much opinion It's just look at the world around. Okay. We have every reason to be in much better shape and be better prepared and be in fight. We have shape no too. excuse, I mean, Doug. We have yeah. more time on our hands than ever. And it's just yeah. a matter of choices. So here's the thing. So many people add all kinds of little responsibilities to the life that really aren't really real responsibilities. They get busy. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. You know, maybe I got to extend my deck 10 more feet or whatever. I don't know what, but, and they, 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 they don't have the energy to exercise because they're, and, and so they sit and watch the news and yell at the news all night long, you know? And so the thing is, is, is <laughs> the thing is, is, um, you know, and I've taught self-defense and my, my you know, I had four, my four children all went to their their martial arts training. It was self-defense. It was ninjutsu, so it wasn't sport. Uh, and, and my daughter complained the most, and I made them go at least halfway to black belt. Two of them got their black belt. Um, and I trained in black belt, so I'm like you. I'm leading by example. But my daughter told me a couple years ago, she said, Dad, I never told you, but I'm so glad you had me take that self-defense. And then people asked me. I was, at, I was at the airport the other day with Cindy, and we're walking. We're coming back from a trip, and I couldn't find the car. The, I think the battery was, you know how you honk the horn, but the battery wasn't working. And I said, you walk down this aisle, and I'll walk down this aisle. We'll walk side by side, and let's see if we can spot the car. And then she disappeared on me. And I'm yelling. I can't, I, I don't, she's got such a quiet voice. She was yelling back, but I couldn't hear her. And I was like, and I was like Cindy, you know, this is an airport. There's a lot of trucks and vans around. Th th this is the perfect place for a woman to be taken. It's next to a shrub, next to a wall, next to a van. Um, and she said, Why, you know, I could take care of myself. I said, yeah, but, I, but, but you know, um, there's certain sort of things that you do to 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 uh, to present yourself so you're not a victim. I, well, I used to train people in self-defense, and they go, "Well, what do I do if I'm at an ATM at night and someone comes up behind me?" And I go, "Nothing. It's too late. You're at an ATM at night. What are you doing there?" <laughs> you know. Yeah. First, first step of self-defense is situational awareness. Don't put yourself in situations that are going to be dangerous, and also be aware. Where do you sit in a restaurant? Where do you sit in a rest? Where do you sit in a restaurant, Doug? Oh, I always got my back to a wall, and I'm facing the main door, and I also know where all the exits are. I never yeah. turn my I, I, I yeah. try to never turn my back to the door. I yeah. want to be able to see if danger's coming. I want to be able to have have some sort of uh, reaction time, you know, and, that, yeah. that puts mm -hmm. me at a better advantage. And Cindy already knows. She when we walk into a restaurant, she knows what chair I'm going to sit in. I'm going to go for the alpha chair somewhere in the corner. And, and I mean, I know it. You know, to me, it's not like I'm being hyper vigilant at all. It's just no. like walking into the door, but it's just so automatic in me. I'm all looking like you're doing, looking, looking where the doors are, and uh, you know I hate to say it, but on the airplane, I'm looking to see who's coming up the aisle, to see you know. Yeah, I do too. But but I mean, it's not like I'm being freakishly uh, about it. It's just like it's just a natural thing. And when I see a van, I don't walk close to it. I don't want my, you know, you know. So there's just certain it's situational awareness. I agree, that's a big deal. Hey, we got to go. One more thing. Um, uh, we've talked about strength training. We've talked about situational awareness, self-defense. I think everyone should send their kids to, if it's available, a good martial arts school, at least halfway through Black Belt. I think it just does so much for them. And, man, you know, you can learn basic self-defense. Uh, Doug's got that DVD out. Really, to defend yourself, you only need, a, need to have about six tools, you know, just six basic tools. Um, and then, of course, flexibility training. Um, you, should, you should work on being able to, uh, you know, I, I, I got to uh, – interview a uh, boss Rutten, you know, hall of fame, MMA fighter. I go, how about your flexibility training at this point in your life? And he goes, Oh yeah, I do that about 30 minutes every morning. And it's really hard because he's so beat up and scarred up. He said, that's when I do my rosary. So any last few, you got one minute, dude, give us, let us know about your website and 
about this DVD and let, we got to roll. Any more trigger points you want to hit? Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> not enough time. I, I would say this. If you can't run around the house, run in the house and wrestle somebody you're, to defend your family, you're not in shape. You know, there, we've got to be able to move. You know, as a, another friend of mine said once, if you can't uh, do a pull-up to save your own life, you're not going to be able to save others. Don't take care of yourself only for yourself. That's important, but not just for yourself. But know that there are others who are counting on you. There are others who are counting on you. And we don't even realize sometimes how much. So we've got, we need to be taking care of the body, the mind, and the soul. Uh, yeah, BattleReadyStrong.com is our website. Uh, the TV show on EWTN is Battle Ready. Right now, I think they're in reruns, or you can pick it up through EWTN's YouTube channel. Uh, just type in Battle Ready or and Doug, Doug Barry, And, and Doug, I got to interrupt you, dude. You sure. speak all over all the time. And so you can reach him at BattleReadyStrong.com uh, uh, to speak. I've, I've been with him a couple of times, and he's spoken. He's a great speaker. If you have any issues about what happened today, don't write to me at, Bear, at BearWozniak.com. Write to Doug Berry at Battle Ready. <laughs> <Battle Rat. laughs> <laughs> yeah, come out to me. Yeah, I got Facebook page, YouTube channel, or BattleReadyStrong.com. But you're right, Bear. Uh, yeah, I speak all over the place on this stuff. Uh, do basic and uh, just basic common sense kind of self-defense instruction, even for churches and parishes, to help them have a better idea how to just kind of lay down some layers of security to protect their, their okay. parishes better as well. We got to roll, dudes. Oh, uh, right. this, this is the Bear Wozniak Adventure. Uh, you go to our uh, our website, go to Doug's website, and uh, we'll see you in a week. Viva Cristo Rey! You've been listening to the Bear Wozniak Adventure. Go to bearwozniak.com to get your free audio and other exciting content. Plus, you can pick up the Long Ride Home 10-episode DVD set, autographed copies of Bear's books, Long Ride Home shirts, tanks, coffee cups, and even motorcycle pins and patches. And find out how guys can sign up for Bear's Man Cave online Facebook group, all at bearwozniak.com.